0: Welcome back to another edition of Talk Nerdy to Me. Coming to you from the Zia Comics broadcasting lair in beautiful downtown Las Cruces, New Mexico. I am your host, Troy Stegner. Before we get into this comic book review, actually, one favor, please subscribe, man. It helps us out a lot. Pandering over, I have right here, looky, looky, comic bookie. It's a... um, Suicide Squad book and with the movie coming out it's kind of uh, kind of good timing But it's Suicide Squad Subtitle get Joker Yeah, so It starts off with uh, Jason Todd. He's Jason Todd's in prison. This is back in time uh, right after it, You know this, this is a spoiler, just happened years and years ago the Joker actually killed Jason Todd when he was still Robin. And he was brought back through the Lazarus pit. Uh, thank you, Rachel Ghoul. And he came back and had a big chip on his shoulder, and he kind of kind of strayed from Batman's teachings, and he is not afraid to to kill people. Yeah, he will just not like Batman who doesn't believe in, in killing him. He will straight up take you out. So, you know, set that groundwork. You you know, when Jason Todd knows that he was killed by the Joker and he was brought back mysteriously. So that's where you have your setting. In fact, they even show, you know, the iconic scene with Joker standing over with a crowbar because that's what he used to, to kill him and it flashes back you know that's how he became Red Hood and now he's in prison okay and of course in prison uh, they kind of knew he was Red Hood everybody's got to see you know try everybody out he would uh for the most part you know he didn't he just would beat the people up that mess with him in prison until the guards came I guess too many guards got hurt and so they (laughs) transferred him out of that prison to not arkham but what other prison is is famous in dc comics bell rev if you're a suicide squad fan that's typically where they pull a lot of their people and if you don't if you're not familiar with suicide squad if you haven't seen the movie or read any of the books there is Task Force X, which is Suicide Squad, and they call uh, that's a very apt name for it because these guys who are in uh, they're, they're usually your your, your meta powered people or people like Jason Todd who are just so good at what they do. They give them missions to go on, where every successful mission takes time off of their sentence. So they can actually get out sooner if they do enough successful missions for them. Well, in the movie, they, they implant a chip. and In most of the books, they implant a chip into the, uh, the, the guys they send out on Suicide Squad. So if they start to go astray or try to escape or just, you know, something they shouldn't be doing, uh, the person who runs Suicide Squad, which is Amanda Waller, she, and she even says in this book, she has only one person above her period so i'm guessing probably president or some clandestine person maybe you know secretary of defense who knows but she she doesn't really answer to anybody except one person and they're tasked with doing these these missions that if you fail you know it was villains so they can write it off on that or she can uh, And here they've implanted these guys with uh, something that will basically burn them up from the inside and kind of it destroys everything even their DNA so completely untraceable you know if you blow somebody's head up they're still DNA this thing kind of incinerates them from the inside destroys DNA so there's there's nothing left that they can uh, track back so that is the one way they keep them in line You know, so Amanda Waller comes in and talks to to Jason Todd, Red Hood, saying basically, hey, I want to put you on our next mission for Suicide Squad. What happens? You know, she explains it to him. We take time off your sentence for successful missions. And then he asks, you know, what happens if we we don't make it back for that, uh, if we die on the mission? She says, well, then it was your last mission. So they introduce him uh, to this doctor, the Larry guy. And he's going through and introducing him to all the people who are going to be on his team. You know, you have Firefly, you had um, uh, Meow Meow, who is a new character to me. I'm not sh- I'm not entirely sure about everything with her. You have another guy who was kind of you know tested on by the military, giving him all kinds of strength and making him impervious. And his name's Pebbles. <laughs> Uh, You have Yonder Man, who's a teleporter, uh, Plastique, who basically anything she touches, she can make explode, anything, and you have uh, Silver Banshee, which absorbs, uh, you know, sonic waves and things to power herself up, and of course, what's Suicide Squad without Miss Harleen Quinzel, and this is, you know, her post-breakup with Joker. And she doesn't really care about Joker anymore. You know, it, it was an abusive relationship, which is one of the reasons I'm not real fond of Joker. I, I never really liked that dynamic. But Harley still has her mental capacities a little bit, as she kind of psychoanalyzes Amanda Waller. But you know, it's Amanda Waller. She doesn't care. So they get them all suited up, uh, give them the mission. Oh, and Mad Dog. I forgot about Mad Dog. He used to be one of my favorite. uh, Was he old DC or Vertigo? Just a vigilante dude, and it was really good. He wore the hockey mask, had the the jersey on with the big red dog. and I used to like Mad Dog. I don't like this iteration so much. They made him to be um, one of the people who stormed the Capitol on January 6th. They kind of made him very, very, very anti-government. Never really cared for stuff like that. So I Like the character Mad Dog. I don't like this version of him You know Amanda explains to him. You know, I've got this this little box here that I pushed a button and uh, it will it'll, it'll light up that thing in you and you'll incinerate from the inside. Nothing but ash And the mission brief He's uh, they're out to go and get uh, Joker. They, they that, that was subtitle get Joker so they go, they get dropped by helicopter into Gotham, where he is supposedly supposed to, or they're supposed to meet their uh, liaison, who is going to gear them up, get them ready to go in, and then is another, you know, they're kind of, kind of freaking out. Hey, we're in a junkyard, and there's no dog, and then a car comes barking at them, and you know, a couple other little toys pop up, and you know, immediately. I realize they, they're talking to Toy Man. And of course it is. It's Toy Man. Uh, so they go in and he kind of tells them what's going on, gives them some weapons, mm. and drives them over to where uh, he, he's got one of his toys, of course, pulling surveillance for him, uh, where Joker's at. So he's Yeah, hey, Joker's supposedly in here. And they're all. Uh, strategizing outside and, of course, your loose, loose cannon there, Harley, uh, not only is she loose cannon, but she has issues with Joker being her ex and how he treated her. She goes in and she puts a gun to his head and says, hey, gonna take you out. And all the other, his, his supposed henchmen in the bar come to find out they're not really henchmen. These guys are professionals and they're Russian. So now we know the Joker's working with the Russians. So the rest of the Suicide Squad, when they figure out Harley went in without him, they're like, oh, come on, man. So they, they rush in to save her. Come to find out the dude she thought was Harley was just some dude had his mouth sewed shut with a green wig on. So he's not even there. Uh, they they fight their way out. They And then you get to see Meow Meow's power. And she's kind of like a, a human flirking or something there, you know, with a big jaw and the Tongues all coming out, and she, she just—I mean, right through this dude's head—takes him out. So that's Meow Meow's power, I guess. They—they get—they escape. They get out, and they don't know what's going on. And Red Hood is pretty ticked because Amanda Waller didn't tell him that there were Russians involved. So he's calling her up to uh, to give her the brief and kind of tell her how ticked he is while he's on the phone with her she gets a knock at the door and it's uh, she finds out that it's a, from, uh, a pizza delivery from a place who basically went out of business years ago kicked down the door and if you if you notice that's very reminiscent of uh, Clockwork Orange and they even kind of reference it a little bit you know with the all-white stuff they all come in and uh he kind of manages it with uh, when he talks about the ultra-violence. So they come in him and a couple of his dudes they beat the snot out of Amanda Waller and by doing that, Joker now has the the box with the that he can incinerate any of those dudes. All he has to do is push the button. So Jason Todd walks back and he tells them, and you know they're like, "Oh, what happened did she chew you out because he had this long look on his face. He's like, no. Uh, You don't understand, Joker now now has the box. And as soon as he says that, you see Firefly start uh, from inside his suit. You see him starting to glow with flames coming out. And uh, Joker must have pushed his button because he incinerated him, you know, just, I guess, to show them that he has the power and he's willing to use it. And the last panel you see is them staring over the top of Firefly's ashen corpse. It's not even a corpse, I guess. It's just a pile of ashes. And of course, you know, and Mad Dog's over the side. It's a weird fuck. So, yeah, this, it's like I said, I'm not a big Joker fan. This is DC Black Label, though. They do a lot more of the adult type stuff, which leads me to believe they're not going to be afraid to kill people. We might see a few of these, uh, these villains die. It could actually, it could actually happen. Don't know how it's gonna go for them now that he has the button. He can, he can burn them all up if he wants. So why hasn't he? Is he gonna use them to do something for him, or we don't know. We don't know. This uh, I, I, I like the DC Black Label stuff, and I can't wait to see where they're going with this uh the suicide squad has typically been one of my favorite dc comics going way back to the 80s when i was collecting and reading heavily as a a, a teen i just age myself i know i am going to say this one you might want just the fact that it's black label and it's uh you know suicide squad i i, I would subscribe to this I really like it. I want to see what they do with the second one. You don't see Amanda Waller get bested very often. She usually has all the bases covered. I mean, she is a planner much in the same vein as Batman is. I mean, th- those two have gone head-to-head, uh, basically, with their their plans. And she's she's held him pretty, pretty much in, at bay because Batman does not like Task Force X. But Task Force X is still there. So, she, you know, she's done a pretty good job of, of holding it together against everybody. And you got to say, Batman is probably one of the best planners in DC Comics. So, yeah. Suicide Squad, uh, Get Joker, DC Comics Black Label. Subscribe. Subscribe. I don't think you're going to be upset. That is my review of Suicide Squad, Get Joker, number one. If you like that review and you'd like to see more like it, subscribe man. Hit that subscribe button. Don't cost you nothing. It is free and it helps us so much. And while you're at it, hit the bell icon. You'll be notified whenever we put up a new video. And do you see that new video later, nerds? Get nerdy with me. Tell me what game that you get on. Is it Cadre? What kind of class do you play, girl? In an RPG